0: BBW porn has always been a money maker. From the days in the early in the late '90s and early 2000s, where you had companies like Evasive Angles, Black Market, Black Ice, Busty Baby Dolls, that was pumping BBW uh, content and DVDs and titles. Actually, one of the top titles in history is Big and Fat and Freaks, which featured such uh, talents as. Superstar Triple X, Pink Candy, Miss Caution, um, Sending Kisses, and many others, as well as the legendary Fair Fox. Um, as the years grew, BBW genres started to move more into the independent scene because less companies started to shoot them. But I'm going to get more in depth when all that. How y'all doing today? And welcome to the Smoker's Lounge. I'm your host, Kavanaugh, the porn rap star. And as you can tell by the name, I do porn and I do music. So with that being said, go to allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star to see my music, I me mean, to listen to my music, to see my porn, and to follow me on social media. We are gladly sponsored by LSSwirl.com, the Facebook of the LS community. You have a community for swingers, doms, polycouples, all that good stuff. You can find events. You can find people like you in your area through lsworld.com. And we are powered by Anchor, the perfect app for any podcaster starting up their own podcast. All you need is a phone, and all you got to do is go to your app store and download Anchor today to start your podcasting like I have. And um, I think this is what the twenty third, twenty fourth episode. Good night. <laughs> so, welcome, welcome to the Smokers Lounge. And today, um, we're going to be talking about adult film stuff. We're talking about dropping of the ball Hollywood and in, in the BBWs. And people don't realize that the BBW porn genre has been around for a very long time. Don't get it twisted. Um, it's just Hollywood never believed in it. They actually dropped the ball on it in many ways because it could have been a huge moneymaker. We could have had a BBW star that actually won the Starlet of the Year or Talent of the Year. Actually, they don't even give the BBW award on the AVN on their stage. And now – they, uh, I think, is using BB, the BBW Awards show as their platform for the BBW. So, But still would not allow them to be on the main stage or even be a trophy girl. So I'm going to discuss. This might be a part two to this. I don't know. But we'll see if I hit what I wanted to hit with the time frame that I have. So. Hollywood always have floated, mainstream has always floated with the BBW genre. And first mistake is that the BBWs is a genre. There was no such thing as a BBW porn star. You had ladies who were actually thick that was actually plump. That would be considered as BBW doing adult film, but they was never looked at as BBW. Actually, that was never a term. That term didn't come to fruition till the late 90s, around the time when Crystal Clear started going to Hollywood. Um, the BBW genre at this time was pretty much amongst the urban. Um, you saw BBWs in magazines such as Black Tales. That's right, kiddies. We had magazines that used to get in the newsstand. Black Tails, Players, and stuff like that. Um, ladies such as Miss Deja was a well-known BBW. She was known as a big titty model. Score was the only mainstream, or would be considered mainstream company that would shoot BBWs. But the excuse was, BBWs have big titties, and we are about big titties. So you had... Miss Daisy shoot for them. You also had many others that shot for them. I'm not going through all the names. Um, BBW's also were the first ones to establish websites online and the whole nine. So it was money in the BBW genre. When Crystal Clear started coming to Hollywood, there was around the time where you had a shift in what America liked in body types. You had the video vixen. You had Buffy the Bod and girls like that that had the fat asses. And that opened the door with ladies like Pinky, Cherokee, and all them. But their main area was actually the mid-level. So some of you people must understand how AVN worked back then. You had the grandfather's big boys. These were Playboy, Hustler, Vivid, Companies that survived over the years that do major shit. These are the ones you see the documentaries about. Okay? Then you had the mid-levels, which was Evasive Angles, West Coast Productions, Black Ice, Black Market. I actually had the pleasure of meeting a producer. They used to produce for Black Market and also used to be a film guy for... Pinky, you know his fashion. Very good guy, guy. You know, rest in peace. I also had the pleasure of working with uh, Pink Candy, who is a legend in this business. Who've been nominated numerous times. So, but like I said, BBWs really start to hit amongst the mid levels. The mainstream still wasn't fucking with it. There still was no awards to even recognize Black actors. You know what I'm saying? Because let's just be honest, AVS wasn't recognizing black men and women with their awards. So because of that, there was awards that was made, such as the first one being the Urban Spice Awards, later known as the Urban X. These were the places that actually recognized BBWs. You had ladies such as Platinum Pussy, um, Superstar Triple X, Cotton Candy. And numerous others won awards as far as becoming, winning awards um, in the Urban X. White females, as far as coming to BBWs, was not hot yet. Actually, black BBWs dominated majority of the 90s, the late 90s, and the early 2000s. Actually, if you want to be honest, it was probably around, I say, 2008 when white BBWs really started getting their shine with Carol Lane being one of the four, the ones, Gloria Velez, as well as um, as well as I'm trying to think of a name. You can say Eliza or Laura or what have you and Becky Butterfly and all of them. Um, companies like Sensational Videos as well as uh, Jeff Models, as well as scale, scale busting with Rodney Moore was highlighting the black, was highlighting the white BBWs. But black BBWs was actually the more popular ones when it comes to the BBW genre. They the one that really pushed it. They were the one that was getting most of the works. White, believe it or not, white BBWs weren't getting a lot of work in Hollywood. There really wasn't, because there wasn't a lot of titles for them. Sensational Video was the only one really that was highlighting white BBWs, while there was five to six to eight companies that highlighted blacks for the most part. Plus, BBW was, was pushed in with black porn. What made white BBW start to get hot with interracial porn started to take hold and take shape and started to actually become a thing. So once again, um, once again, interracial. As I mentioned in another video, killed another genre. Now they killed black porn. It actually killed black BBW porn. In many ways, you had mo. Also, the other part of it was that black BBWs also fueled the independent segment, like companies like myself, Busty Baby Doll, who is well-known, and also they the ones that used to throw parties. So when you hear about these BBW parties, this was something that was going on back in my day when I first was starting. Actually, they got it from Busty Baby Doll because she was killing it in New York with hers. And actually, she was one of the ones that she really didn't shoot white girls that much. I actually got Girls work through Busty. So and I had a good reputation with her and it was great. Um but like I said, the only awards was the Urban X and the Urban Spice Awards. I remember the first BBW that won the award was actually a girl by my name of Buck Miss Butterfly. I ran across her. See, funny how I ran across all these people. See? <laughs> Told you I've been doing I got I, I haven't li- I always lived a boring life, my people. She was not a BBW. She was built kind of like that of Pinky as well as a Cherokee, which is funny. They try to loop them into the BBW genre, but I digress. After that, Platinum Pussy, I think, won twice and then Farrah Fox won a couple of times. And then it moved to the BBW Fan Fest, where it was a convention for the BBWs. But the problem is well, I'll get to that in a second. (laughs) So basically what you're getting is, is that throughout time, BBWs has always been around, but the problem is they never got that shine. Part of that is one, because they made it a genre, which, which means that to them, they wanted to put BBWs completely separate when it comes to porn. They wanted to make it to where BBWs, think about this, well, people got to understand, the BBW ties that was making money for these mid-levels was not actually their main title or their main series. It was what it calls a quota filler. See, back when you were selling DVDs, many of these people had what is called a distribution deal, similar to music, where they go to a distributor who distributes their stuff throughout the world to the different outlets that sell porn DVDs, Okay they have to have a certain amount of titles that they had to release every quarter. So, one of their quarter fillers was BBW titles. BBWs benefited from it because they had their own genre and their own title and they was making money. Despite the fact that the titles really wasn't that you know, enticing. You know, BBW BBW workout. Big'em, fatum, Black, Big'em, fatum Freaks. Big girl fucking eat fest. You, you 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 get my you get my drift. Plus, you never saw BBWs ever star alongside small girls in any movie because honestly, they wanted to keep them separate because in their mind, AVN girls have a certain look. BBWs do not fit that look. We know what that look is. I don't need to go into it. Period. Actually, like the owner of Vivi, if you look at his wife, his wife looked like a milk that does porn. Honestly, she looked like the motherfuckers that he books. So. Plus, on top of that, because Hollywood made the genre so appealing, many of the top male talent would not shoot with BBWs, such as Prince Joshua would not shoot with BBW. I saw him shoot with one BBW, which he was paid for, and that was Layla Everett. And trust me, he didn't tweet about it. Nor did he even want to mention that he did it. I remember seeing Superstar Triple X shooting with uh um God, God I had his name over talking about the top of my toe, uh <laughs> shot with a prominent one that ended up being Blackball because he came to find out he, he did gay porn. So it's like every outset where BBW's had a chance to really flourish. It got shut down and kind of shot down, you know. Period. Um, so, like I said before, with the BBW genre, <coughs> let me collect my thoughts for a minute. We say it, a second. So, because it was a genre, that's how they looked at it, and the reason why they throw it as a genre. Is because they want to be able to classify it so they can make money off of it because they knew that it was a section of porn fans that like BBW porn. But, okay, for example, there's a section that like black porn, but you would put a black girl in a big bunch of production with one of your top stars. But you would not put a BBW in that same production because body type don't fit what you think your fans want. Okay, now mainstream porn. The reason why they once again didn't fuck with because they felt it didn't make money because BBW didn't fit their image, they felt that their fans would not buy BBW content from them, even though BBW was making very good money at what they were doing. Now, why do they feel that the BBW genre would make money? Well, let's look at first BBW Fan Fest. The BBW Fan Fest, it poses it being a convention for BBWs to meet their fans, fans interact with them. But see, here's the thing. What people don't realize is that each section of the United States like a certain type. BBW Fan base is mostly Midwest, South, and East, not West Coast. Any girl that's sitting telling you that she's getting money in Vegas is a BBW, she's full of shit. Because they like the show girls. West Coast, we already know what that is. You know how many times I heard girls say they go out west, they don't make money. I just sat there, heard a chick that tweeted the other day said, Damn, I wish y'all would book me someplace warm instead of wanting me to come back to New York all the time. Because New York, New Jersey, Northeast, South, like BBWs. You want to know the best convention for BBWs? Chicago and New Jersey. And that's being real about it. Because majority of BBW fans like going there. So they decided to have it in Vegas. And what the big company saw, oh, their fan base ain't going to come out here and spend money. Because y'all did it in a place that is not BBW friendly. And people are not willing to travel to go see a big girl. You feel me? That's why busted baby dolls party popped. That's why uh, the uh, the the parties that uh, platinum put excuse me not platinum pussy uh, power bosom used to throw used to pop. So they saw that. Then we moved to the movie title that the one grandfather. Company actually decided to jump upon, which was BBW nurses. I went and took a look at this. Now BBW nurses had Becky Butterfly, Sasha Juggs, Eliza Allure, and God trying to with Jada, Jada Rosen, Rosen. It was done by Hustler. Now, why is this title important? Because This was the biggest BBW title because this was a title that was done by and posed been pushed and promoted by one of the biggest companies in porn, Hustler. At this time they had the magazine. We're talking about Larry Flint, people. Number two, the Playboy. So Allows the Lord to take a me to produce the person supposed to getting the girls. This is what I have heard, allegedly what went how went down behind the scenes. Don't quote me. I'm not saying. Okay, I'm just this is just what I'm hearing. All right. The title was called BBW Nurses. Now, whether it, how it sold, it did it sell well? I don't think so. Not to the level that would make hustlers say we would do another one. Actually, it didn't do well, probably at all. The only reason why I heard about it was because the girls that happened to be in it followed it. I followed, mentioned it. Hustler did not put it in their magazine. Hustler did not. They they did maybe a write-up discussing it. They didn't promote it. They didn't have the girls sit at the booth, at the Hustler booth, during the AVN to promote other words, they treated it like the mid-levels treated the BBW title as a quota filler. It wasn't an original thought process piece. It was another nurse genre gonzo. It, the scenes weren't even connected. Like they were just telling stories. To the big companies, when they sat there and saw that it didn't do well, there you go. That's why we don't want no big girls on our shit. Think about it. They didn't want BBWs to have a table, a seat at the table for the AVNs. They gave them an award, but they had to accept the award. Angela DeLuca, DeLuca, who is one of the ones that won, and she complained about it. They all complained about it. I can't receive my shit on stage in front of the TV, in front on Showtime. I gotta get my shit in the back. Oh, and it's mentioned during a list that's scrolling down. So because BBW became a genre and they made it that, and it's a genre that they didn't feel made money, there you go. Now, it's twofolds to this because also the BBW genre was one that also had a lot of beef within it. Now, let me explain what I mean by that. I'm a male producer. Two things I don't want to deal with is problematic women and how you handle your Twitter, how you talk on your Twitter, how you act on sex, Your reputation means a lot. And to many of these guys in Hollywood, that's the key. One, what turned off mainstream? Many of the BBWs was escorts. See, understand that even though these girls were getting work, at first, the pay for BBWs was great. They were getting $1,000 a shoot. Crystal Clear was getting $1,000 a shoot. Elizabeth Rowland, Cindy Kisses, uh, even Farrah Fox at the time, uh, Miss Caution, they were getting $1,000. Then, as the genre became more popular and more girls started getting into the porn business as far as BBW, the price dropped. to Now, what they do is called a, a Bundle. Excuse me, a bulk rate where I pay you this much for these amount of scenes. And because some girls wanted to make the cover, they were willing to take less for a shoot to get the cover. I ain't going to say no names. I'll say that for Patreon. Because the cover meant a lot. That enabled them to get bookings. That And it won't bookings in strip clubs. No, bookings with clients. A lot of the BBW talent was escorts. Now, granted, don't get it twisted. Many of the mainstream porn talent was escorts too. But here's the difference. Their shit was being done through the porn company and through agencies that the porn companies fuck with. They didn't want to deal with independence because they already know that these clients are being pre-screened, and they know what they're dealing with with these clients. While when the BBWs, they're dealing with every time Backpage and Craigslist, so you don't know what clientele you might be getting, and that's what they were thinking. Their whole point was, we don't want that attached to this. The mid-level companies didn't give a shit because they were making money. Because keep it one hundred, so the it producers is helping girls get work. If you know what I mean, then add in the beef that many of the girls was having online. <coughs> the bashing of producers, like if a shoot went left, <coughs> <coughs> that BBW might go online. And talk shit about a producer. Now, granted, producers, believe it or not, they really, back then, really competed against each other. Trust me, I had producers sabotage shoots for me. It cost me shoots because they wouldn't talk bad about me or run some rumor or some bullshit or what crap to try to hurt my business. Funny how I'm still hearing some of these and the motherfucker that did that, they ain't around. But the point I'm trying to make is that it it, it was very cutthroat. I don't know how it is now because I'm not strong in it like that. But back then, it was very cutthroat. Like, trust me. Cut fucking throat just makes no sense why it was so cutthroat. Just being honest. (laughs) I just... Because it... The reason why I say that, because it's chicks. At the end of the day, if you're a talent, you're gonna end up having sex with a girl anyway because you're working with her. But dudes getting their feelings, they they want to handcuff a talent like, like that's your girlfriend type shit. I didn't see some stupid and fucked up shit when it came to this business, but anyway. But many of the girls were willing to trash producers. understand it's the top level Never really trash a producer unless he really did some evil shit. These girls used to trash mid-level producers like well, nothing. I mean, uh like one of the ones that used to catch hell was uh was you know Spike from BBW Highways, he was one I see him catch it. I used to catch it sometimes. Um uh, Clint. Oh my god, Clint. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I, I the the poor Clint, sometimes I I felt for Clint with some of the shit he went through. But the point being is that these ladies used to trash each other and producers. And to mainstream Hollywood, they weren't feeling that. They didn't like that. Because to them, this is like a, a fraternity, a sorority, the secret society. We don't want everybody to know what's going on. Whatever beefs, keep it in-house. We don't want it online, this, that third. And guess who the ones used to put it online? The BBWs. I literally had to put in my agreement you cannot, any issues that you have with me, please call me. If I if I see that you air your grievances about me online, I am cutting ties. Think about that. y'all had girl, one, well, you know I uh I ain't gonna do that. I'm grown, I don't do none of that. And that'd be the main one to go online and talk shit. <laughs> and the shit don't even make sense. So plus also well I mean lack of professionalism. Showing up late to a shoot, bullshitting on a shoot, being a complete bitch, having an attitude. <laughs> there was one chick that had an opportunity to get really on a big time scale, and for what I heard, she fucked a certain person, a certain female top star son. Instead of going to do a shoot where she was about to get paid, they probably would have put her on the map even more because she got pulled under the wing of one of the top BBW stars at the time. And that's rather sit there and instead of go get this money and build your career. She wants to go fuck the son of this of a mentor. Little shit like that. Beef between going back and forth with beef. I remember uh, two BBW porn star in particular used to beef. I mean, with blog talk radio with the shit, they on the radio station talking shit about each other. It was just crazy. But mainstream porn looked at that and they said they did not want that as a part of what they were doing. So then when the white BBW started to take over the game and black BBW started to get faded out because of interracial porn, that's where A.V.N. said, you can have, you, you, we'll give you an award. Because funny how the first one that got nominated was a Hispanic lady who looks very white. Smoke that over. And what's funny is, even though she won the award, she never got major work within the major companies. She filmed her own shit, put out own DVDs, granted, but she never got major work with the major companies. I want you to think about this for a second. Danny Ash, for some of you people don't know who she is. She's a lady that was the mother for webcaming. She used to throw her and Lisa Chan. These two ladies used to do what was called web cam shows, where they actually had shows that guys watched. They got the camera, it's a live feed. The guys asked the girls to do something, this, this, this. She ended up selling her shit to Playboy for three million. Guess this chick was a thick white woman. Close to BBW. She had nothing but small girls on her shit. But just to give you, think about that for a second. She used to be on there, then after a while she stopped and then she getting all the top porn stars. All of them were small, but she's not a small girl. So when the white BBWs took over the game, Caroline being one, she she started to pop. Uh, God, I can't think of another one. Um, uh, God, what are they? Sabria, Sabana? I can't even think of her name. Julia Juggs. Um... Liza Lord, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Liza Allure. uh, And many of them that was on the West Coast, platinum pussy. When these girls started to get hot on the white BBW tip, that's when AVN gave them the awards. But AVN didn't want to have them on the stage, as you can see. But like I said, also, they looked at the beef that went down when it came to the Fan Fest, which is a whole story behind that shit. Uh, that I heard stories of that you know so they saw a lot of drama when it came to the BBW genre which turned mainstream off plus they already didn't want to fuck with BBW because they were big women and they didn't feel they made money but see me if they had did BBW nurses right I think BBWs could have probably got in on the major companies. They still ain't shot with no Wicked or nothing. Think about it. Sophia Rising, she just shot with Brazen. Brazen never shot BBW. She's the first BBW and probably the fucking last. But see, what's interesting, which the part two is about to hit, is the changes to Twitter and what's about to happen in the next couple of years with these social medias where they're going to start allowing people to do their own social content. And the question that I pose when it comes to Twitter is, even though Twitter does allow sex workers to promote their shit, would they allow them to put content And if they do, that's going to be a major change in the game. Because understand this, BBWs dominate TikTok. Many of these BBWs are actually doing OnlyFans and all this good stuff. So where mainstream missed out on the ball with money with the BBWs, now social media and everything else is about to catch fire and make money with this because they're more confident now. See, that's why I said, like, even to the point, like, one of the videos I remember that you can, right now, you can probably find it on Point Hub or whatever, Crystal clear. She did a scene where the dude told her I got donuts. I got some blueberry I got some blueberry pancakes. Would you like some blueberry pancakes back at my house? That was one of the scenes for the BBW DVDs. See, the DVDs were made to promote BBW, but at the same but it actually kind of It didn't put the girls in a flattering look. It didn't make them look good, it didn't make them look elegant, it didn't make them look sexy. It didn't make them look tempting. It didn't give them that Hollywood sex symbol look. See? And that's the reason why I said Hollywood dropped the ball. Because to them, Hollywood, porn more so than anything else, got, producers going to stick to what they feel is going to make them money. If it doesn't make them money, they're not going to do it. They don't give a fuck about public outcry what? Because shit hell, they still haven't gave star of the year to a black woman. Smoke that over. Now we have, now the BBWs do have the BBW awards, thank goodness where they are being recognized, they are being seen, but it's still not on the mainstream level. Granted now DVDs are basically not existing anymore that well let's just be honest, this age is for the content creator, not for mainstream porn anymore. Actually, the business itself has now actually moved kind of past them to a certain extent because I don't hear about titles being dropped by Vivid or Wicked or any of these major companies on the AVN anymore. It's all about the OnlyFans, what these girls are doing now. So so Hollywood had a chance where they really could have raked in the money with BBWs. Granted, it probably was a combination of BBWs and their attitude and, and, and the way that they moved and how they worked. that might have hurt them. Um, also, it was it, 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 with the combination of the producers as well as the the companies that pushed BBW, didn't push it harder to become main, m- mainstream, and never really pushed it to be a top title. Understand this, Big and Fat and Freaks was one of the main titles for Evasive Angles, but it wasn't meant to be that way. And he still, even after it came that way, he still didn't push it that way. See, so that just give you an idea of why I said Hollywood dropped the ball when he came to BBW's when he came to 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 BBW porn. It was a money maker. I've seen these girls make fucking money. I've seen girls after a night at a party come home and they got their bed full of fucking money. They spending money. They making buku money like that of Pinky and these small girls. Killing it. They going out to Hollywood. They getting just as much money as Pinky and them. I miss cautioning all of them. But slowly, that changed. Because trust me, like I said, when I, I dare say this right now. If those 10 companies were still up right now, some of these girls, that's only fans would be probably shooting with some of these companies. It was about 10, 15 West Coast production was one of the main ones that was shooting on the black porn. Anything that shot black porn shot BBWs because it was looped in with that. But when them companies went away, the game disappeared. When interracial became the shit, Black BBWs really started to disappear and that when the white BBWs started to come up. See, I'm giving you the history, you know, boom. So, Hollywood never really wanted to give a seat to the girls. Now the girls said, fuck Hollywood and they're doing OnlyFans. <laughs> so the shit that I was telling these girls back in the day came to fucking fruition. When I give people advice, damn it, it's fucking gold. You better listen to me. So there you go, people. Just give you a overview of why Hollywood dropped the ball. From how they treated the titles and the talent. How they felt about the talent. All the way up to when the biggest DVD title in the history of the BBW genre was released. How the biggest company did nothing to push it. They didn't put the girls in their magazine. They didn't promote it. They didn't do press to or none of that shit like they did with the other titles. There was not one BBW in Hustles magazine. But they had story in that bitch and damn sure had the one and only Missy Stone. See? So I gave y'all something to smoke over, right? So, now with that being said, speaking about porn, you need to go over to the Smoker, to the smoke this over podcast and go check out the interview that I got with um, with Bunny Blaze, who talks about Hollywood and porn. She talks about how she got into it, how she signed a hundred hundred thousand dollar deal. And then lost it because she sued a major producer. Now, it's only one half the interview. Now, the most salacious part, the full interview, I didn't, I cut the most salacious part. The full interview will be up on my Patreon. Which will be, y'all probably hearing this on Tuesday, it'll be up on the Patreon by Wednesday. And it's $5, and you can hit audio. And trust me, this I'm warning people now. I'm just warning you on every every time I talk about this. It is some serious triggering shit in this conversation. And on top of that, it's a, a huge allegation towards a prominent Hall of Fame adult film producer and director and talent. You feel me? So understand this, and she sued him. So this public record, her with another lady by the name of, uh, I'm not even going to say the name, the, the lady she sued him with. <laughs> I'm going to let y'all go check that on the Patreon. But check out the interview plus other things in my weekly episode of Smoke This Over. This is episode 13. And life is a learning experience with the point of the experience you ain't learning anything. Smoke that over.